Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. And today we have a very special episode for you. We have an angel story from Helen who lives halfway around the world. As we were recording this story together, there was a lot of static interference. So I asked Helen to just record this herself and that's what she did. So you're not going to hear much of me today, but it's a beautiful beautiful angel story that I know you're going to love. Before we dive in, I wanted to answer one of your questions because I've been getting a lot of the same question. You asking, Julie, am I going to be able to purchase your new book in hardcover or paperback? And the answer to that is yes, absolutely yes. So we just ran into a couple of snafus and no worries, the book will still be out on November 11th. And you absolutely will be able to get a hardcover or paperback copy. One more thing, we are doing a Halloween event this year. Anybody can join us online. If you're part of the angel membership, don't worry, it's already included. Or if you're in the Healing Your Inner Child course, already included but the energy is just so much thinner and there are traditions going back centuries that talk about how much easier it is to make that connection around that Halloween time. So we're going to hold an event. It's going to be a ton of fun to honor our ancestors. If you want to be a part of this, you can register for the event by going to theangelmedium.com and going to to the events page. Friends, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of this community. Now let's dive into the show. Helen, take it away. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So I'm going to start with my first angel story. On the first weekend in June 2019, my lovely friend Lucy and I attended a weekend-long Reiki One course back home in the UK. We'd actually been looking for a yoga-type retreat weekend. Lucy lived a couple of hours away and we really fancied a nice, relaxing two-day yoga course and some nice time together to recharge. After a lot of internet searching, we just couldn't find anything we liked the look of or within our budget. 
What did catch my eye, however, during all of my searching was a particular Reiki course. Neither of us knew a single thing about Reiki, literally. In fact, we'd barely even heard of it. After thinking it through, we decided to go for it. We could afford it, it was near my house so we wouldn't need to pay for a hotel, and it would give us a perfect weekend away. So, on the Saturday morning, off we went, with no clue at all what was ahead of us. And as the weekend progressed, mind blown. Little did we know then what we know now, that this was just the beginning, like the striking of a match. We now call ourselves the Reiki Sisters and are both on the most incredible and quite different spiritual journeys and have loved being able to share everything with each other along the way. We have both recently decided to scale back on our teaching careers and are beginning to build our own unique healing businesses. In fact, she was the one who told me all about your podcast. On the Monday, directly after our amazing weekend, I was going about my day and running some errands as usual. Whilst driving along to an appointment, out of nowhere, the most beautiful eagle-like bird of prey rose right up and out of the bushes at the side of the road and flew directly in front of my car, really close to the windscreen. Now, these are really not common birds where I live. I saw its magnificent wingspan and claws right in front of my eyes. It literally took my breath away and my heart was pounding. To be honest, I was a little frightened. Later that afternoon, I hopped into the car again to collect my children from school. And as my head turned to look in the wing mirror, right there, sitting on top of the mirror closest to me, was a beautiful little robin redbreast, looking straight at me. In the UK, we regard robins in the same way as you do cardinals in the States. Aside from being beautiful, many people see robins as a visit from a loved one in heaven or a symbolic message from the universe or from angels. I emailed our Reiki teacher Amanda that evening and was like, what is it with me and birds today? She wrote back and explained, that the same thing had happened to her at the start of her journey and that they were symbolic of my spiritual awakening, higher intuition and seeing the bigger picture. A wonderful sign from spirit that I was most certainly on a new path and that it was definitely the right one. So here's my second angel story. So for this one we need to rewind a little first before I share this story. My husband and I were expat kids and lived with our families in Holland when we were growing up. He was born there, and I moved over with my family when I was 14, when my dad got a job at the British Embassy. I met my lovely husband at school. We had always dreamed of living abroad again and hoped that one day our children would get to experience the richness and diversity of expat life, just as we had. When our two children were young, my husband had a few interviews for jobs abroad, he's in finance, for one particular job in Singapore. He got through six interviews to the final round, and ironically it was a Dutch guy who said no. He didn't give up, and had a handful of other interviews over the years, but with no success. When in 2019 he announced that he, he had been contacted by a recruiter about a job in Abu Dhabi, I said, babes, 
That, sh- that ship sailed a long time ago. Our son had just started a new school, one which he had worked incredibly hard to get into, and our daughter had just been offered a place at the same school, having also gone through several stages of exams and interviews to gain a much sought-after place. We'd also just moved house the previous summer to a beautiful older property that over time we would renovate. You know the type, not very rentable if you're moving abroad. My husband totally agreed, however decided that there was no harm in him just having the first interview. Of course, he'd been there before and it hadn't gone anywhere. So very early one morning due to the time difference, he crept downstairs for a Zoom interview. After probably the shortest interview of his entire life, he came back up to bed and said it was the worst interview he'd ever had. Short, bland and almost certainly unlikely to go anywhere. We both agreed it was for the best and fell back to sleep. By 10am that morning, he'd heard back from the recruiter. Surprisingly, the guy in Abu Dhabi had absolutely loved him and they wanted to see him again. What followed was more interviews in the UK, a trip to Abu Dhabi for intensive testing and interviews, an unbearable amount of waiting while they went through this entire process with several other candidates until finally they offered him the job on his birthday. What a beautiful synchronicity that was. The wheels were now in motion and we were planning for the off. So many emotions. Were the kids now too old? I had the best teaching job in the world that I loved so much and didn't want to give up. Our families, our friends, our home, our pets. Help. This all leads me to my story of how I knew we were absolutely doing the right thing. That this was all divinely guided and that God and our angels would be with us every step of the way. This is a story in three parts. Before I start, I just need to make something crystal clear. In the UK, grasshoppers are really not common. Yes, we all know they're there, but honestly they are not creatures that you see on a regular basis, especially where we lived. Far from it, actually, I never saw one. So just after we heard the news of our big move, I went to Kent about an hour's drive away to visit my best friend from university. We obviously spent a lot of time talking about what was ahead of us with this news and I shared all my worries and anxieties with her. When I got in the car to drive home, I noticed there was a beautiful, bright green grasshopper on the windscreen, right in my eyeline. This was very unusual for a start and what was even more unusual was that it stayed right there, glued to my windscreen for the entire journey home, even though I was driving at speed along the motorway for most of the way back. You honestly would have expected it to have flown off the minute the car started moving. But no, there it stayed with me until I got home. A little while later, I had taken my daughter to an appointment and we often popped to the baker's afterwards. It was a lovely, old-fashioned baker's just opposite. So over we go, and I'm opening the shop door, and what do I see clinging to the door? Another bright green grasshopper. So I'm then starting to wonder about all of this. Like I said, 
These are not common insects that you see regularly where I live. Fast forward a few weeks and I'm stood on the platform at the train station with my children. You know what it's like. You stay huddled in your little group, avoiding eye contact and attention from the other passengers, just keeping yourselves to yourselves. Then out of the corner of my eye, I notice a lady heading straight for me. She came right up in front of my face, and at this point I'm really starting to feel uneasy, wondering what on earth she's going to do next. She then began to slowly move her hand up towards my head, and I'm really starting to panic now. Then she says, It's okay, love. you just got a grasshopper on your head. <laughs> and proceeded to take it off and pop it back in some grass at the side of the platform. Okay, spirit, you have definitely caught my attention. So I start to Google what this might mean. Imagine the overwhelming sense of peace that washed over me as I read that the symbolism of the grasshopper is asking you to take a leap of faith, that you need to strive forward and do it, even though the outcome is unknown. Grasshopper symbolism also means that you have all the wisdom you need and can overcome any obstacles. Luck, courageousness, adventure, growth and fresh beginnings. What an amazingly reassuring message from Spirit that we were on the right path and that we just needed faith as we started our exciting new chapter. I actually have a very small add-on to this story and it happened just this week. Having completed the amazing Angel Reiki School in July, I have decided to dedicate more time to my small healing business and part of this process has been to start building my website. I was so overcome with doubts and fears earlier this week as the responsibility and enormity of it all really hit me, especially as I am doing all of this in another country. I prayed for a sign. I prayed for reassurance that I was being divinely guided and supported. About ten minutes later, I opened my phone and there was a photo and message from my Reiki sister, Lucy. She goes, Hey, look what I've just found on the ceiling in my new treatment room. Yep, you've guessed it, a grasshopper. I asked her if she felt it was for her and she said no, she really didn't. And I went on to explain that it was just the sign from spirit that I needed this week. So this is my third and final story. A couple of months after we'd moved to Abu Dhabi, it was time to complete the move and fly over our adored fur babies who had been lovingly cared for by my best friends back home while we found somewhere permanent to live over here. Evie and Elsa were our beautiful cats and we wouldn't have dreamt of not shipping them over to join us. After a traumatic couple of days for them, they finally arrived at their new home and settled in in no time. Back at home, they were indoor cats. We lived on a very busy road, and the notorious Croydon cat killer, you'll have to Google that, had been spotted in our neighbouring villages, so we decided it's safer to just keep them inside. We now live in a compound over here. There are many cats outside and it just felt much safer. Small streets, children playing, reasonably quiet. 
So we decided to let them play outside and boy did they love it. They were great at coming home and we absolutely loved seeing them climbing trees, chasing insects and living very happy cat lives. Elsa loved to catch moths, particularly stripy ones, and would regularly bring them home as a gift. Poor little things. In February 2020, Valentine's Day, we took a trip to Dubai for my son's 15th birthday. My parents and auntie were staying with us, and we had the most amazing day as we celebrated his birthday. The next morning, as we were driving to the famous Dubai Mall, my phone rang. One of our lovely American neighbours was with our beautiful Elsa, who had sadly been hit by a vehicle and was lying at the side of the road. We turned the car around immediately and headed for home. To say our hearts were broken was an understatement. She was only two years old. Such a character. And we all absolutely adored her. In the days after she passed, we pulled together in our grief and tried to remember the lovely memories we had of her. It really hit us all so hard, especially our daughter, who was known as her mummy. We decided that whenever we saw a stripy moth, we would think of our Elsa and know it was her. The following weekend, my husband and I decided to take a walk along the beach to the lovely hotel next door to our compound. We just needed some air and to get out of the house both of us still feeling incredibly raw after our beautiful Elsa's passing. We sat down in the beautiful lobby of this hotel and ordered a couple of coffees. We were talking through the previous week, just trying to make sense of it all, when out of the corner of my eye, sitting in the window just next to us, was the most magnificent stripy moth. I looked at my husband and we both knew. The moth was sitting at the same angle that a cat would sit when it flops, you know, all relaxed onto the floor, almost exactly the same distance that our Elsa would sit from us, never on our laps, but never far away. I presumed the moth had perhaps passed as it was now inside, but no. As I moved closer to take a photo to show the children, it gently moved. It really was the most reassuring and comforting sign that she was with us, especially in this most unexpected place. Thank you so much, Julie, for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm just so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Beautiful souls, if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your people about it and share it on your social accounts. Friends, we're truly here to serve you. When I went through my spiritual awakening, there wasn't one book I could read or one place I could go to for all of the answers. I really had to piece them together myself. So what I did for you was create programs that I wish I had when I was awakening. For those who are seeking these same answers, I created a program called the Angel Membership with so many benefits. It walks you through 12 months of spiritual awakening with your angels and helps you to awaken fully yourself. You see, awakening isn't a one and done thing. 
There is a process to awakening, and this 12-month program walks you through it alongside your angels. In the angel membership, you also get access to a small group of peers to go through this experience with you. You get live access to me twice a month and so much more. For those who want to serve humanity by working as healers themselves, but don't know what their gifts are or where to start, I developed my Angel Reiki School, which opens you to all of your God-given spiritual gifts, teaches you how to use them, and how to start a business for yourself. Students who go through both my Angel Reiki School and Angel Membership Program for at least one year are eligible to apply to be a healer in my online Angel Wellness Center and work alongside me. Friends, I touch on all of this and teach you how to connect with your angels in my new book titled Angels and Awakening. Yep, just like this podcast, the book is available for pre-sale starting September 9th, 2021 on Amazon. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so, so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. When you leave a five-star positive review, I enter your name into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me or an Angel Reiki School student. This month's winner is in the show notes. Now, here is a mini Angel Reiki meditation and visualization with your angels to help you lift your vibration and keep it that way the rest of the day. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. you to see yourself surrounded by angels. I want you to feel their warm, radiant, loving presence. And I want you to see yourself. It's December 15th, 2021. I want you to see yourself looking healthy, feeling healthy, mind, body, and soul. I want you to go inward and feel that you're so proud of yourself and all that you've been through, all that you've done, all that you've accomplished in 2021. And you're enthusiastically looking forward to 2022. Friends, I want you to connect with God, universe, source, energy, and just take a moment to give thanks Give thanks and gratitude for all of the blessings that have come your way and all of the blessings that you stand here right now in faith, knowing that they're on their way to you. Friend, as I lead you in this, your angels want you to ask God, Universe Source, to show you what it wants for you in your life. See the big picture of what God, universe, source wants for you. I want you to pause and just allow the words, visions, feelings, or knowingness to come to you. And friend, when you connect with the other side, they will only give you positive loving messages 
So just take that moment right now. What is it that God, universe, source wants for you in your life? Allow yourself to be open to it. Allow yourself to see it, hear it, feel it. Get a knowingness of it. want you to ask God, universe, source, what is the next step I should take? Again, pause and allow the words, visions, feeling, knowingness to come to you and remember they're only positive, loving messages. What is it that you see, hear, feel, of when you ask what is the next step I should take friends I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and I want you to feel all the love that is surrounding you expected blessings that are on their way to you right now.